Hello and welcome to another MyTunes podcast right here at manxradio.com. Mark Tiley, the nation's station, Manx Radio. Just a week or so ago, a band called Bad Reputation filled the promenade suite with Thin Lizzy fans and delivered a night that I, for one, will never forget. One of the guitarists up front and playing his little socks off with Alex Duke and he's with me today. Alex, welcome to my tunes. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, it's lo- lovely to have you there. What a night that was. Was it as good for you as it was for us? It was, yeah. Yeah, it was massively enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, it must be yeah. great to play a, a headline in, in, a, in a nice venue like that with a, a crowd who just couldn't, couldn't believe their ears. Yeah, it, it was great fun, like the turnout. I mean, we thought there'd only be sort of, well, we weren't sure we were going to sell it out. And then I think they ended up selling a few more than 200. Yeah. So it was, couldn't have asked for anything better, really. It, it was, was a great. magical night. Learning those songs, I mean, it's very difficult being a tribute band because you know you've got to play them like the originals you, you can yeah. you can't really say oh we're doing it our way because people say oh it doesn't sound like it yeah tricky exactly. it is tricky yeah and i think one of the things i noticed is that you know you get live and dangerous which is in that sort of e flat not to get too technical but it's in that e flat tune and whereas a lot of the songs were standard or they were all over the place so we just decided to have standard tune and um i think any harmonies they've just got to be right really um it's got to be a Les Paul plugged in yeah. <laughs> into a Marshall S type thing. But a lot of the solos, when you listen to Live and Dangerous or, you know, the studio albums, that they, they were improvised a lot of the time. Um, so there is, there's always scope to, yeah. you know, play around with it, which is which is always nice, really. I, I think people are in danger of forgetting just how many big songs those guys put together. A catalogue yeah. is enormous. Oh, massive, yeah. And it was so different. Like, they, they were chameleons, really. Yeah. Look at the oldest, you know, the earliest stuff with Eric Bell, um, Whiskey in the Jar, you know, and then going into that sort of Gary Moore era, Nightlife. It's, um, yeah. And then onwards to Scott Gorham and Brian Robertson, and yeah, and then John Sykes later on. Yeah, of course, just really different, totally different, different departure. That was. yeah. Looking at all those guitarists, mm. uh, if you had to pick a favourite out of all those guys who have played with with Thin Lizzy, who would it be? Oh, that's, that is that is really tricky. I think for consistency, it it'd just be Scott Gorham. I yeah. think he was like the glue, um, and also. How how melodic his solos were were just you know incredible. As much as I you know I love Gary Moore and you know all all his work he did with them and and you know his solo stuff as well. Um, just as Brian Robertson, you know very, all very different players, but there's something about Scott Gorham with his you know it's it's that like melodic. Yeah. I notice you're growing your hair in tribute. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's coming nice and long, Alex. It's getting yeah. nice. Long. It's about halfway. Halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> Although his is shorter now. His is much oh, shorter. It is. Yeah. 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 It's, it's more it's, like yours yeah, now. Yeah. It's, it is. Look, we'll talk a little bit more about that. I want to talk a lot about the uh, some other projects, but I want to go back. When did you first pick up a guitar? I'm pretty sure I was about thirteen or fourteen years old. I can't really pinpoint it, but. Um, I was really into you know video games when I was younger, and we had you probably heard Guitar Hero, and I think that was the thing where I was I was playing Guitar Hero one day, and me and my sister used to play it all the time, and uh, and one day I just thought you know what I'd like to do this properly rather than playing a, a plastic guitar you know? yeah. <laughs> along to these tunes. Yeah, I just yeah I just decided and 
Mum um, and Dad bought me, you know, my first guitar. It was a Squire, one of those starter packs, and came with the amp and everything. And yeah, just took it from there. And had a few guitar teachers. I think I think the first one was probably Peter Lund, and you might might know him. He sort of taught in the schools. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, Chris yeah, Corwin. Yeah, yeah, well. Chris. Yeah. Um, Mr. Barry Nelson, probably know him. <laughs> yeah, he's been a guest <laughs> on here. He's, he's been yeah. sat where you. Oh, was he? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, and so was Val. So yeah, was Val. Oh, yeah, yeah. They both had right. it. Yeah. yeah. And um, also, uh, Carlos Garana as well. He was a jazz yeah. jazz teacher, which I didn't quite lend myself to jazz enough, really. Jazz. When you start it's... getting into jazz, you got, you know, there's an old joke, you probably know it. Um, <laughs> the difference between jazz and rock. But, but jazz, you play 3,000 chords in front of uh, the. 10 people and in rock you play 10 chords in front of 3,000 people you know? say, yeah yeah it's so hard jazz it is it is you really have to devote yourself to it yeah. it's a life's work yeah, life's work absolutely. let's have your first track and where are we gonna go Led Zeppelin is probably my all-time favorite band don't need to go into why <laughs> they are the quintessential you know rock band basically you know along with Cream, Beatles all the rest of it but um yeah I chose this one off off of physical graffiti I think if you asked me a while ago, it probably would have been the earlier albums. And I think there's something about those later albums when you start to get into them. You know, it just all comes together, you know, lyrically when they, you know, stop playing blues songs, so to speak, and, you know, they come into their own. And, you know, I think it's got everything this track. Think of you and how it used to be. 
This week on my tunes, my guest is Alex Duke, and you're quite right, he is part of the Duke dynasty. <laughs> so, I'm going to ask you because Jeff was your granddad, yes, correct, grandfather, yeah. Yeah. right? Okay, was there any uh, time you thought, Well, I'll put this guitar down, I'll get a motorbike? <laughs> I think I always liked motorsport in a way, but I didn't really take to it probably like my dad or uncle did with the bikes. I didn't, I didn't get bitten by the bike bug, so to speak. I think I always preferred cars, but you know, just immensely proud of what he achieved in his time. And um, I think there's always that thing of, well, I don't want to touch a bike because I feel like <laughs> I wouldn't really get there. You know, it's it, everyone's different, aren't they? And I mean, never say never. I might, you know, get on a bike one day. I'd, I would love to, you know, learn how to ride a bike and get me license. But yeah, it's, it's something I never really, um, yeah, I never jumped into. Yeah, it, it's all, it must be there somewhere in the genes. I wouldn't be at all surprised somewhere, somewhere. to see it sometimes. Now, you, you mentioned <clears throat> at the beginning of the week about the Les Paul, the Gibson Les Paul, quintessential Thin Lizzy sound. I mean, is that the guitar of choice for you generally, or do you move around a bit? 
I do move around a bit, yeah. Most comfortable on Les Paul, I'd say. They are easier to play <laughs> than, you know, your Fender equivalents. But, yeah, it's it's just the sound, isn't it? You know, it's that early Eric Clapton cream into Marshall. It's, yeah, it's fat. It's got everything. <laughs> when you're playing original material... Yes. You've got a whole palette of sounds out there that you can try anything, I guess. But when you're playing something by a band, let's go back to Thin Lizzy, mm-hmm. you've got to really try and get that sound that people will recognise. Is that yeah. hard? Um, I'd say it. This, this sounds really cliche. It's, it's probably less about the gear when you get into it, and it's more about the feel and the way you play the notes, and you know whether it be the vibrato or. But yeah, I think to get you in the ballpark, Les Paul into a overdriven amp, let's say. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's stuff now, obviously, all these pedals. they You don't need all these pedals, but it, it certainly helps with you know a lot of... to get it close. And, Let, well, yeah. let's just talk about a little project that your good friend, Chris Honor, sitting in that chair, yes. said, Marky Mark, he said, if you talk to Alex Duke later on in the year, there may be some news about a new band. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, right. Let's yeah, have we've it. Got a little something. Yeah, we've got a little um, blues four piece, blues rock, sort of in that vein of Cream, Eric Clapton. You know, is is a couple of later ones in there. Rory Gallagher, um, Jimi Hendrix, basically all the guitar heroy stuff. <laughs> now, so it's two guitars, bass, drums. It is. Yeah. So Chris is doing lead vocals and amazing lead vocals, and you know, great rhythm guitar. He's also doing a little bit of lead guitar. We've got George Stevenson on bass. You know, fantastic bass player. I've played with him a good few years now. John Cleeter on drums. You know, incredible. I've played with him many years, and it's a good bunch. <laughs> well, we'll pick up on that a little later. But I think we need to have a Thin Lizzy track, given the bad reputation. Yeah. Superb outing. What are we going to have? So we're going to have "Still in Love with the Earth," live and dangerous. You mentioned yesterday that the gear changes in Thin Lizzy's music are remarkable. Yeah, there's something about this one that's. You know, it's it's got a bit of everything. It's a love song, but it's also got this like epic, two epic guitar solos in it. And there you go. Some people 
guest all this week on my tunes is a guitarist called Alex Duke. And as we mentioned yesterday, he's yet to pick up a motorbike, but it may come in time. You've not got a license even. I couldn't believe that. I know, I know. I I think I'm the only person, (laughs) apart from... Yeah, apart from my uh, my sister Kirsty, she hasn't got her license either. But everyone else has has got a bike license. It's uh, seriously can't believe. I, know, that. I, I need to I need to pick that up. Right, we mentioned the guitarists in Thinlizzy, and Scott Gorham sort of came out at the, at the top of the mm-hmm. pile. Looking around at the world of guitarists, uh, name a few that you really think that person is special. Who who's out there for you? I'll I'll just kick off with Go Eric on. Clapton. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was, what, 17 years old and Blues Breakers, uh, John Merle's Blues Breakers, and then went to form a supergroup, Cream, then went on, you know, Blind Faith, Steve Winwood, did a solo thing where he decided to depart away from that, you know, guitar hero persona. And I think even going later on, which, you know, it's quite polarising, but the Journeyman era, to me, is, you know, incredible. He, he wasn't Jeff Beck in that he was evolving in ways where it was, you know, delving into jazz and stuff like that but i think he's just had the most amazing career really he's one of those guitarists eric clapton you only have to put a couple of seconds on and most of us will say oh that's eric yeah yeah how does that happen how does that happen yeah it is interesting isn't it carlos santana i could pick carlos santana out in a second yeah his tone his sound yeah They're, they're very distinctive these players they are i think that's what makes you know these incredible well guitar heroes really aren't they it's being able to pick them out and going yes that is that is them you just instantly know same with jeff beck although he was later on when he was doing his you know whammy bar tricks and stuff that was quite different to his early stuff with um you know jeff beck group but even still you know you could pick it out easily it's funny, isn't it? Because sometimes that you get a sound. Um, I'm going back a while now to when Eddie Van Halen was sort of like right pick, yeah. a, pick of the pops. He was yeah. on, and he was on everybody's record. Oh yeah, everybody wanted. Yeah, everybody wanted Eddie Van Halen, yeah. and they'd trust him in those days. They'd send him the master tapes. <laughs> He'd do his little bit and send the master tapes back because you couldn't do it over the internet. In no, no, days. yeah. But it, th- those sounds every now and then somebody comes along and boom, just when you think you've heard everything, you haven't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and those techniques. Okay, so we've got we've got Eric. That, let's, <laughs> have, let's have another cu- couple of favourites of yours. Well, the couple, Ooh. Jimmy Page, yeah, Led Zeppelin. Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's uh, yeah, he was incredible. I mean, he, he played on a lot of. He was a studio musician for a while, wasn't he? Certainly. And, you know, yeah. played on a lot of stuff. But his work, his work with Led Zeppelin is just yeah, it's unparalleled. Now, today, uh, we're going for a wonderful guitarist. And many of our people listening might not be aware of him. Talk me through Eric Johnson. Yeah, Eric Johnson. I think this comes from that, you know, when I used to play guitar here. That was one of the tracks on there, was um, was Cliffs of Dover. And only later, really later on, you know, from me and Chris, sort of probably similar time, got into Eric Johnson and that sort of a Via Musicom album. Somebody else I played with, Kev Cleeter, massive Eric Johnson fan, and he can probably play play it all amazingly. <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's only later on I've really got into that sort of very technical aspect of guitar playing, you know, whereas the Eric Clapton side of things is probably a lot more blues-based. and Whereas, you know, your Eric Johnsons and, you know, all the guys through the 80s, the, the hair metal onwards, Eddie Van Halen as well, I think he really... You know, push the boundaries in terms of guitar playing, but there is something about Eric Johnson. It's so precise 
and yeah, amazing tones. <laughs> right, this track, you've mentioned it already, Cliffs of Dover, yeah? Yes. Here it is. <laughs> Thank you. 
on my tunes this week, I've got a guitarist, Alex Duke. Not any guitarist, but as one of my guests uh, a few months ago said, probably one of the finest guitarists on the Isle of Man. That's what Chris Honor said about you. Oh, no. He did. No <laughs> pressure with this new band. No pressure at all. Flattered. Uh, no, he did. And he did. And I, and I, I agree. Uh, tell me about your regime for learning, practicing, developing. Is, is it quite strict? Do you play the guitar every day? I try and play every day in some aspects. You know, there's no practice routine or anything. Maybe earlier on, I I tried practicing with a metronome, <laughs> you know, for about a day or two, got bored. But I think what matters most is probably playing stuff you enjoy playing. I think you will always improve. If you're just listen to albums, listen to records, and just try and get that stuff right, starting off with tabs is all great. I think later on, when you start to develop your ear a little bit, I noticed myself that I could, you know, play by ear a lot, lot better now than I I could ever do when I was trying to learn off tabs. But that must be quicker as well. If you've got the ear and you can hear something and then play it straight back, that must be quicker than looking at the the tabs. Tabs are not exactly music, are they? It's not like reading no. piano music. There's a funny system. It talk, talk me through what a tab is. Yeah, it's kind of like I think it's been explained as like cheats for guitar, basically. <laughs> it's you know, it's basically six lines. Yeah, so it shows with, you where to put all, your fingers. Yeah, it does exactly. Yeah, but it doesn't tell you what finger to put where or a lot of those tabs are wrong in that they're in maybe the wrong place or if somebody's not quite got something right, you know, they've not picked it picked it up by ear properly, then um, you've just learned the wrong thing. Yeah. You? But yeah. and I think that's where your ear comes in in that it's almost better in that aspect of, you know, playing by ear, getting getting the accuracy down and sorting it out exactly let's talk a little bit more about this new venture we touched on it earlier in the week remind me it's you and chris chris honor uh on on two guitars who's on the bass again george stevenson george and drummer that is john cleeter yeah john John cleeter of many bands of many many bands great singer as well yeah yes it's good to have an extra voice in there it is yeah absolutely very, very good. Yeah. So the, we can get. the gigs, are they being scheduled? Yes, they have. We had to reschedule one in September, so I think the first one, I'm pretty certain, is about 20th of October. I think there might be another one at Quid's in. Um, the Railway Douglas. I mean, we'll put it all, we yet to put up a little Facebook page and obviously do all the advertising, but that'll definitely be out there shortly. And the name of the band we're looking out for? Dirty Birds and the Sherberts, or just... Dirty birds and the Sherberts. <laughs> I, I can't take you. too much credit for that one. That's all Chris. No. Uh, yeah, well, he did mention this. I, I, it, it's ringing bells now. He said he wasn't very good with band names. I said, well, <laughs> no, yeah, well, I'll, I'll leave that out out there. Yeah. Dirty Burt, Burts. Burts, yeah. With, a, yeah. with an S and the Sherberts. Looking at the music you're playing, you're pulling it in from blues rock all over the place, yeah? Yeah. Um, we mentioned Eric a lot. Who else are you dragging in there? Rory Gallagher. Yes. I think he's another one. Again, I've probably only picked this up sort of in the past few years. I think he does go quite understated in... He's definitely not understated in, you know, his guitar playing and, you know, songwriting and all the rest of it. But, um, yeah, I've probably only picked it up on him in the last sort of four or five years and realised how amazing... Did you ever see uh, when Davy Knowles jumped on with the band of friends, the surviving members of yes. Rory's band? That, yes. Uh, I, he did it in America. There was another guy who did the European tour. Now, I never got to yeah. see Davy doing it live. I've seen YouTube on it. But, yeah. But the, it was a lovely tribute to Rory Gallagher. Oh, amazing. And, and wonderful to have Davy doing it. 
I mean, Dave, yeah, Davey is. You can tell he's a Rory Gallagher aficionado. <laughs> yeah, just an incredible player, and he is he is our ambassador of the Isle of Man of guitar playing. Absolutely. <laughs> We are going to finish the week with a vintage track. I think you said probably influenced by your mum. Yes, yeah. She's a massive Stevie Wonder fan, um, among other things. And, uh, yeah, I think early on she would always play a lot of Stevie Wonder stuff, a lot of Motown stuff as well. I seem to remember this one floating around in our CD cupboard. And then I actually stole it from my car later on when I passed my driving licence. Well, listen, good luck with the Dirty Burts and the Sherberts and any other Bert that happens to rock up. Fantastic. Uh, We'll finish the week with Stevie Wonder. It's been great, Alex, and thanks for coming in, and thanks to everyone in Bad Reputation. Stunning night again. Thank you for coming, everyone. Here we go. (laughs) This is He's Mr. Know-It-All.
Stevie Wonder classic, The Choice of Alex Duke, but memories of his mum's CD collection. Alex, thank you again. Lovely to have you on my tunes. I'm Mark Tiley. Keep popping back to Manx Radio when you can, especially in the morning, 9.30 to 12. Always nice to have you there. Hope to catch you soon.